just start finally. Uh, hi guys, welcome back to another episode on Perfect Imperfections. You guys have no idea how much of a struggle it is to start today's episode. And I have a guest with me finally. And to be very honest, I'm actually very shy. That is why I have not brought anybody up. So let me allow her to introduce herself. Yeah. Ah. Ozana, the mic is passed onto you. Michelle, you don't tell me this one, though. Just go ahead. <laughs> okay, okay. Hi, my name is Hosanna Oki. What else am I going to say? Okay, I'm a medical science student and a skincare formulator. I don't really mm-hmm. want to say when people ask me to introduce myself. So I, don't I, I'm a Christian. Obviously, by my name, you can tell that. <laughs> so that's all there is to, to know about me. Okay. I guess you know more as we go on. No problem. So, guys, our topic for today is um, faith in the time of adversary. To be honest, I have been shying away from doing a recording for a while since I got back from school. And God has just been planting it in my heart that I need to record, I need to record. But because I haven't been spending as much time with him as I should, the voice just yeah. mellowed down and it became silent, basically. And I carried on with my daily business. And everything started going downhill from there, to be very honest. This September, it's really a September to remember. <laughs> the devil has tried. I don't I don't know. Everything, my spiritual life to pray became so difficult. To read the Bible became so hard. Like I, I excuse upon excuse, it just kept on coming and coming. And then I normally spend time around that kind eleven to twelve to one really staying in god's presence because throughout the day i said except for in the mornings early in the morning i'm very busy and all so i now articulated a specific time to do that but once that time comes i will find an excuse not to do it (laughs) and everything like my academics they are great but then my results wasn't as perfect or as awesome as i wanted it to be to be quite precise i didn't feel anything I'm still not even an average student. I really did well, but still, there's this exactly, exactly. And then my business to another problem again. Everything, my suppliers (laughs) were just pissing me off and all sorts of things. I was just like, ah, see, the person you have been ignoring has been trying to call me. Yes. He's the only one. And then at the same time, to go back, I was just like, does he really yes does he really want to hear me talk what should i say and you know there's something you posted about journaling one time and i was like if you can't speak at least write it down and just create an atmosphere of worship and from there everything just i just said crying like like a baby there's no harm no worshiping i'll not cry i was just crying the water works were just pouring so basically we are here to just talk about how you can revive your faith or i'm going to tell you i don't know if ozana is willing to talk about her own life experiences when it comes to being a christian and then having faith and then struggling with faith when certain situations happen 
because I have stories to tell, fam. So um, I think, I me, think we all do. Yes. <laughs> so let me pass the mic to Zana. Yes. Please let us okay. hear what you have to say. Okay. Um, I like to define terms, mm-hmm. right? Before you know, we start talking about it, so everyone is on the same page. Okay. Now we all know what faith is. Yeah. It's the I always mix up the scripture, so if you're listening, just know I know it too, but the words just come out sometimes differently. It's the evidence of things. <laughs> it's the evidence of things unseen. The substance of things, you see, it's confusing me now. It's the evidence of things hopeful and the substance of things unseen. I can't remember. I should have just checked it before we started, but that's what faith is. Um, and adversity or an adversary is a difficult or unpleasant situation. Mm-hmm. Now, having faith in times of adversity, I feel like every Christian has a story to tell Honestly. Honestly. about it. Your work with God is not just always going to be rosy. Never. And if it is, then that means you're still in the honeymoon phase. Yes. And I used to make it sound like God would make you happy for a while and then he will not just throw you into the wilderness, but that's really how you grow. Mm-hmm. And you know, even through that, he's still with you. Um, over the past, what year are we now? Twenty twenty one. Over the past three years, I faced challenges that I was just like, God, I'm not really trying to be your strongest soldier anymore. I don't want <laughs> just take care of me. I just want to be a baby girl. You died for my sins. You died so I have life. Please just let me have this life and chop this life. But, you know, I still had to go through what I was going through. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the one that would resonate most or that would make the most sense is talking about my family and losing our house. Mm-hmm. And I've shared this testimony on my Instagram before. And we lost our house in 2018. Like all our stuff were actually thrown out of our house. It was so mm-hmm. traumatizing. It was like, <laughs> you know, this guy, you feel like you're dreaming, but it's really happening. Yes. Um, our stuff were thrown out. They came to impound our car. Yeah. Not only were our stuff thrown out, it started raining. So all our stuff was destroyed. Oh like, God. when I say family, pictures like certificates mm. you know receipts clothes my mom had like boxes of my baby clothes and just stuff like she had kept for memories all of them ruined it was we could salvage little to nothing and then people were still stealing stuff from it it was just there was just a lot going on in that in that moment and i remember it was a friday because Right after that happened, I went to family worship. I went for youth church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I only told Kuko what happened. Like, I texted him. I'm like, yo, we just got thrown out of our house. Anyway, see in like five minutes. <laughs> and he was just like, is this girl normal? Like, yeah, I got I to her and <laughs> Like, I was just fine. I was just acting like nothing happened because I don't think it had clicked at that point, right? Mm -hmm. And then during worship, I was just crying and I was telling God, like, I don't know what to do. I don't know, like, I don't know what I'm meant to do in this situation or how I'm meant to handle it. So I need you to help me handle it. 
And I thought it was going to be one of those situations where, you know, joy and sad, sadness last for a night. Mm. Just one. And in the morning, joy comes and everything is restored and all of that good stuff. I thought that was going to be the solution or that was going to be how the story played out. But it was not until last year, November or December, it was December that my family got the house. So imagine from like June 2018 to December 2020. My dad was staying in Lagos with one of his cousins. My mom was staying with someone. I was staying with one of my cousins. So, like, my whole family was apart. And it's just three of us. So, like, I wasn't with my parents. And, you know, when you're with people who are not your parents, even though they're still your family, they can treat you anyhow they want because they know that your parents are not there. Do you understand? So, in that situation, I had to now ask God, okay, this thing has happened. Where do we go from here? What, what do you want me to learn from this situation? And that's one point that helps you have faith mm. in times of adversities, is asking God what he wants you to learn. From because this. God may not cause something to happen to you, but he certainly allowed it. Mm. Because nothing in this world, nothing in this universe, nothing, nothing happens without God's knowledge. Yeah. And he can do and on do and if you think what i'm saying is not scriptural then you need to go and read Job (laughs) because the devil informed the devil informed god of his plans Hmm. to mess with Job, and Hmm. god said you can take everything but his life like so so god was still in charge of that situation even though to human eyes it seemed like they might as well just have taken Job's life because he lost everything in one day. You know what I'm saying? And so that was what I asked God. I was like, God, what do you want me to learn from this situation? Hmm. And it wasn't like he now said to me, the night, Susanna, my daughter, this is, thus says the Lord. Hmm. But then over time, I started to notice that when things would happen, he'd be like, that's what I want you to learn. Hmm. You see this, you see this reaction now, that's what I need you to drop that behavior. You know, while I was staying at um, my family member's house, I would get so upset when they would not treat me like my parents would. And it wasn't that they were being mean or being harsh, but then it's just like, no one can really love you like your parents can. Mm. And, and, you know, I would always be so sad about it. And the Holy Spirit would be like, well, you have to toughen up. Like, this is not how, you're not going through life defeated, you know. You're not, you're not meant to be, it's, first, it's, not, it's not as if they were not giving me food or whatever. No, Do you understand? They were doing everything, but then I was still sad because I was not with my family. Mm-hmm. Of course. And, and while the Holy Spirit understood and sympathized with me, he also knew that with the kind of temperament I have, if I don't check myself, I will get depressed. Mm. And so he was trying to teach me that, hey, situations in life are not going to go according to your plan. You're going to have to stay in places that make you uncomfortable. Mm. Are you going to be sad throughout or Mm. are you going to roll with the punches? So that was one thing. Other times, if he he would teach me through those situations, how to evangelize to people, mm. not necessarily through words, 
but just through my actions. Yeah. Like he would put me in a house where I'm the only person who is a Christian, who is praying, who is worshiping, who is not listening to some type of music or doing some type of things. And he would instruct me, don't talk to them about me. Like, don't say anything. Hmm. And that seems counterproductive because it's like, how can God tell you not to, to talk, talk to people, people about him? Yeah. But he said, let your light so shine, period. That's all you're there for. That's that's it. That's it. I'm not. I'm not telling you to go and speak. And if, if I had gone to speak, it would not have. It would not have been well received. Mm. And you know how some people are always looking for what you say to use against you. Yes. So this time around, there was nothing. I didn't say anything. So in the midst of all of that, the Holy Spirit was teaching me wisdom. So if I was in my father's house, I would have not needed to learn any of that. Mm. Like I would have just been comfortable, you know, I would have just been in my comfort zone. So the first thing is to ask God, what do you want me to learn? And actually listen and actually learn it. Because in the school of the spirit, I like to say this thing, there is no double promotion. Like if you don't learn what God wants you to learn, he will not, exactly, he will not, he will not move you to where he you you should be because he knows that if he gives you something that is hinged on the lesson you've not learned, it will ruin you. Mm. And God cares more for your soul than for your happiness. Like happiness is fleeting. God is looking at eternity. He's looking at later on down the line. Imagine it because of how much I cried, God was like, Oh yeah, she has cried. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't be here telling telling this story now because I wouldn't have learned of those do you understand mm-hmm. so that's one way to Look keep your it. faith yeah. and then another thing is is to I know it's going to sound so cliche and people hate to hear it but you really just have to pray and read your Bible that's because <laughs> so simple they really but hate to hear it. Don't want to. <laughs> because the entrance of God's word brings light, mm. light, like joy. You know, there are times when I would just read the same scripture I've been reading for years. In that period of time, I would read it and it was like, Reverend would just be hitting me fast, oh. left, right. And I'm just like, has this always been here? Like, does everyone know this? Is, is everyone aware of this scripture? Like, it, it really does help. And then even when you don't feel like it's doing anything, your spirit man is taking in those words mm. and internalizing them. And you, do, you won't even know when a situation arises and that's your response mm. because you're constantly doing it, even when you don't feel like, even when it doesn't make sense. There are so many times I grudgingly read my Bible. Bible. I was like, this is not really what I'm trying to do right now, but I'm just going to do it because I know it's good for me. It's kind of like going to the gym. It's not every day I wake up, I feel like going to the gym, but I have to go because I know that I need the exercise. My body needs it. And you know, if bodily exercise profits little, like the Bible says, how much more my soul? So I'm not reading the Bible just because I want my streak, for instance, or you Mm -hmm. to continue or anything like that. I'm reading it so that the words can be made manifest in your life. So whenever I'm stressed, I say to myself, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Mm. Whenever I'm afraid, God is with me, I'm giving Christ and Christ in God. You know, whenever I need something, I think of the scripture that says that if he dresses the lilies, if he feeds the birds of the field, how much more you how much more like there's a way scripture words things that it just gives you insights and understanding 
of who you are in Christ, how much more. As in, Jesus said, how many of you by worrying can add an inch to your head? Hmm. No, you can't, you can't do it. So like, why are you worrying? And he said, don't worry, rather seek ye first the kingdom of God. So you're now like, you're now reading these things and you're like, okay, okay, I'm worrying about this situation and it's not helping. Okay, the word of God says I should seek first. How do I seek? How do I seek first the kingdom of God? And Jesus already told you, go into the world and make disciples of men. Raise the dead, kill the sick, um, free the um, bound of, um, the, what's it called? The, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to, yes, to set the captives free. That's what I was trying to remember. So God has already told you what to do. So just be doing it. Mm-hmm. And when the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, it's not like you should be seeking it so that God will answer you. You yes. should be seeking it because that is what you should be doing regardless. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when you start doing that and you see that the work is plenty and the neighbors are few, there's a sort of zeal that like starts to burn in you that you don't even realize when God is fixing those things that you've been praying about. Mm-hmm. So that is why praying and reading the Bible is important because when you do that, you receive solutions, you receive insights, you receive encouragement. And another thing is having godly counsel. Mm-hmm. You see, uh, <laughs> your friends can make you or break you. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that in my life so much. I feel like on Instagram or on social media, I look like this strong, superwoman <laughs> type person. And I'm not really, I'm not even trying to give off a facade. But then that's just how it seems, obviously, because we tend to put our best foot forward yes. on social media, yes. which is fine. But there have been times when I have been too broken to pray. Mm. There have been times when I have not had words. Um, my friends and I, we, we used to pray every summer, um, sorry, every day last year during summer, we would pray at midnight to mm-hmm. like 1 or 2 a.m. On, on a phone call. And I remember there was a day that we were praying, four of us, and I couldn't even pray. I was just crying. Mm. Like and the crying was not the Holy Ghost has taken over her and she cannot speak. Mm. It was pain. Mm. Like I was in so much pain. I was just like God. Is it that you forgot me? Is it that me? I'm doing something that is making you exactly. Is it that like just give me give me give me a heads up because now I had moved to another family member. This one was with my family member, someone in our church, no family worship. Mm-hmm. Like I, I hopped houses a lot within twenty eighteen to twenty twenty. Right. And so the person that I was staying with at this point was very mean. Like she was verbally abusive, she was emotionally abusive, she was a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like so that one day, the words that she would say, they would hurt me. And then it was just like, God, do you really want me to be going through this kind of pain? Is this what you want? And I remember just crying and crying and crying and crying. Like, mm. if I had a dollar for how much I cried yeah. from 2018 to 2020, I, I would have imagine. bought my parents a house. I would have bought a house, but I would have bought plus the land, not the evicted. Honestly. Because... I wept, like, I wept, and that day that I was crying, I remember this day so well because 
my friend Uzama, she was praying for me and she was just praying over me. Mm-hmm. Like they kept speaking life into me. And that's even a more that's that's even far away. That's like last year. Was that last year? Yeah, it was last year. Another time this year again, January, I was I was in such a dark place. There was a lot going on. And Princess, my friend, she came to my house and she was like, No, 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 Hosanna, I speak to your spirit and I command you to have joy. Mm. Like she was she this one was not even as a command I speak joy into your life let the breath of God come to you begin to rejoice because as in she was praying like it was as in the way it was Jim Dreamy like you know when someone is dying and they get the shock part the Mm. defibrillator revival in your heart that was literally what happened to my spirit. It was like a jump start. I now just got up from my bed so angry. I was like, so wait, oh, is it me that has been allowing the devil to do me a sketchy mm. like I was so mad. I got mm. up and I started praying. It was like my brain reset. If I had friends that would be saying, hey, I saw you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's life, you know. It's we want Exactly. There, there are times when they sympathize. There's a time and place where, yes. but there's also a time to say, Hosanna, snap out of it. You need to be charged Hosanna, up. What has God said to you concerning this? Why are you, why are you acting like someone who has been defeated? Mm. Sometimes I'll say to them, like, ah, um, you know, I've not been able to read my Bible. I've not been able to hear God. And they'll ask me, no, or I say, I've not been very happy. Mm. The first thing they'll ask me is, What's your work with God like right now? Hmm. Valid question. This guy, they are calling you out because it beats the alternative. Because if if, if, if anything happens to me, they will be held responsible by God. Hmm. So it's like I am accountable to them. So even when I'm going through tough times, they are there to pray with me, to pray for me, to hold me up in times when I can't even so having godly friends is very important because okay. there's so many words that God has given me and confirmed to me through them. And if you don't have that, it's going to be difficult. And God did not create us to, to be alone. He created us to have community. Yes. So if you don't have a community that is like-minded, remember what has light got to do with darkness. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a community you be more stressed. Like you, you might still be able to make it to as a Christian because at the end of the day, all you need is Jesus. Yes. But like you would be very sad. You would just be very alone. Right? And what else? There's so many different things. Oh yes, this is my favorite one actually. How to keep faith in adversities. It's to dance. Yes. And <laughs> I keep saying this thing. Um, as in, when I say dance, I mean like the way David dances. You mm. know how we sing, I will dance like, like a crazy dance. person. Dance, as in this kind, if someone walks into the room and sees you dancing, they'll be thinking <laughs> maybe you just won the lottery or something. Mm. The first time the Holy Spirit said this thing to me, I should dance. I said, dance, what, what reason am I having? I still don't have house. I still don't have this. I, just, I still don't have that. Like, I was just looking at all the things that were wrong. Mm. And the Holy Spirit said, every day for seven days, just dance. It was an instruction. So I had written down my prayer points or the things that I wanted God to do. And he said, dance over them. 
And this this is very prophetic because honestly, it is where, where you are dancing. You are dancing from a place of victory. You don't you don't see people dancing at a funeral because no. that one they see it as loss. Do you understand? Yes. It's where you know you have overcome, where you know you have won. So when he said I should put the book on the floor and dance over the prayer points, I was like, it's over. Hmm. I wrote these prayer points. Uh, I still have the book. I'm actually even looking at the journal right now. I wrote these prayer points on the 4th of November. Mm-hmm. And I wrote three prayer points, just three. And one of them, as in, I think two of them out of the three were done within that week or something. Like, And these were things that I wasn't just writing things like, um, okay, God, please give me money to eat tomorrow. They were heavy things mm. that I knew that... If it was not God, it wouldn't have been answered. Does it? Do you understand? Even, even, even for our house, even for the house that we eventually got, I gave God one week. I was like, God, in one week, I'm going to dance this dance every day. I'm going to dance over this prayer point, and I know that you can do it. So in one week, I want to see answers to these prayers, and it's like. He did it. I'm not saying that you should give God timeline because mm. at the end of the day, God exists outside of time. Yes. But then I feel like in my life, at that point, I was I was losing hope. Mm. So God just decided to give you back that hope. Restore it just, back. Exactly. Exactly. Just humor me and be like, okay, she said one week, let me do it. He even did it in another six days or something. So it was just like, he was just showing off, like, you gave me a timeline, but like, I can't do it whenever I want. Right? For this dancing thing, I say, I danced over my laptop. Hmm. I danced over my phone. I danced... You, it's not that, is, that is another thing. Just saying things. things. You know, they, you are not seeing it. You know, they see you guys believe I'm um, say God will do um, oh. exactly because as I was dancing, people were just looking at me like, Hosanna, where do you want to get money? I needed a new phone and a laptop, right? Mm. And I had told God, No, God told me to give out my phone to someone, wow. and I didn't have a phone for six months. I, I was using a techno, huh. and it was techno touch like that. Was in, <laughs> I couldn't do anything. Like concerning my business, concerning even my social media. So I was like, God, you have to give me back a phone because I cannot just Don't not have that. a phone when you have called me to do ministry work online. Hmm. And I told him the phone I want. I'm like, the same way you use me to provide for somebody, use somebody to provide for, for me. Because I don't have money for this phone, I don't have money for this laptop. And the laptop I wanted, the laptop I wanted was an was um i think it was a deal it was a deal and the holy spirit said did you ask me about one laptop to get <laughs> now mind you i didn't have two cents as in this kind to room together i had no money <laughs> and holy spirit said i should ask him one laptop to get i asked him i said oh yeah tell me man i'm sorry i dreamt and i saw a space gray macbook m1 air Oh, 2020. Good I woke up, I wrote it down. At first, when I was praying for a phone, I wrote down iPhone 11, and I changed it to 11 Pro, and I changed it to 11 Pro Max, and I said, in fact, God, for leaving me phoneless for six months. 
You must give me high. I want the best. I want the best phone. The the most recent phone Apple has brought out. And I held on to this word, though. as in when I say I held on to it in my chest. The devil will come and say, "But you don't even have money." I said, mm. "But I did not. I'm not trying to buy it for myself." I said, "God will buy it for me." People will come and tell me, Hosanna, this is somebody's school fees. This is even your own school fees. I said, but the people that are using it, did Jesus not also die for them? Mm. Like, it's not even like I'm trying to do it so that it would be a symbol of wealth. Mm. But then I understand that it was like how the widow gave her, her last, yes. like she gave her yes. all. It was, that phone was literally my widow's might. Do you understand? So mm. I'm like, God, you have to repay me. You have to, because this is how you do your things. And I started to remind him of scriptures. And that's another thing to keep your faith, is remind God of what he has done in the past. God, you did ah, this. I'm sorry to stop you there. Do you know that I attended um, this woman, Tiffany Montgomery, I don't know how to pronounce her name because American accents. So she has this covered by God um, meetings. And I attended one and do you know she just mentioned, and she mentioned exactly what you just said. You have to remind God, remind him of his names, remind him of the, remind him of the things he has done in the past. And she was just bringing scriptures. I was just, I was just like, ah, that's what I'm going to be doing. Every time you pray, remind yeah. him of what he has done before. You can continue. I just had to keep you know, that. Yeah, and that's why you have to know the Bible. If not, you'll just be there. You know <laughs> because you see, Ba, there's a scripture that I read and it just changed the way that I pray. Because you know, people say this thing that when you pray once, Jesus has heard you, there's no need to keep repeating it. Mm. But I don't really know where they got that doctrine from. To be because my Bible tells me <laughs> Okay, let me just say it now. Okay, there's a scripture uh, I'll look for it and I'll send it to you. I don't want to, if I start flipping pages now, you'll hear the song. But basically, there's a scripture, right, mm-hmm. that the disciples were asking Jesus, um, Jesus, how often, like, they were asking him how often they should pray about something, mm. you know, and he gave a parable. And, you know, every time Jesus gave a parable, it was to teach them a lesson. Mm-hmm. And so this parable he gave, it was of a woman who was always going to the king for something. Like, she kept going to the king to ask him for a particular thing. And the king didn't want to do it. Like, he wasn't really, he wasn't really interested in what the woman was saying. That she kept going every day, every day, and the king said, I have to give this woman what she wants, unless she will wear me out. Yes, I think so. Because unless she will wear me out with her prayers. Mm. So, and you know, and for Jesus to give that parable, it gets why. That mm. means when you pray about something, you keep praying about it. Disturbance. Is that not how God had answered? Was it Daniel or Ezekiel's prayer? And the prince of Persia held it. If Ezekiel did not continue praying, was it Ezekiel or Isaiah? Are these old, old Testament prophets? Mm. Their name used to confuse me. If the prophet did not continue praying, that's how God knew that, ah, bro, I already sent your answer. Like, why are you still, why are you still asking me about this thing? That was where he saw and now sent Angel Michael to go and fight him yes, and give him his answer. Yes. So it's like, you have to keep praying. I don't know this logic of once you pray. Yes, God hears you. Even before you pray, he hears you. But he says, come unto me, 
all ye who are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Come, ask, seek, knock. If you are not asking, what do you want him to do? And mm. Jesus is such a gentleman. He will not force you. Mm-mm. He will not do, like is he, <laughs> what you ask. Siba, when I tell you that, God, I don't even know how to say this thing. But just know that when your faith is being tested, when all the situations are tight, when everything is happening the way it is, that's the time to keep asking God. You say, God, but this is what you said in your word. But this is what you did for other people. Mm. I had to ask God. I was like, is it that you love them more than me or you died for them more than you died for me? So tell me which one now. As in, I feel like my relationship with God is very funny because I talk to him the way I'm talking to you now. Hmm. Sometimes, like last semester, I was doing my SRP, my project. I was so stressed. I used to just, I used to like walk on the road in my school and just be crying because (laughs) I needed to let out the stress. I was so stressed. I was not eating. I was not sleeping. I, I couldn't do anything. And I was telling God, and I was doing like a full semester's load of work. So I would be in the lab from 8 a.m. to 4 a.m. And I would have classes the next day. From class, I would go back to the lab, come mm. back again, 4 a.m., wake up, go for my 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. classes. It was just a lot. And I remember telling God, God, this is not ease. You told me I'll have ease. You told me I'll have ease. So I need you to give me ease. So when everything is happening, in the times of these adversities, faith is not always just, yes, I believe what God has said. Mm. Yes, that's how faith comes at times. But sometimes you have to say it until you believe it. Because sometimes you're not going to believe it. So you have to remind yourself and remind God, God, this is what you said. This is what you said in your word. Even if he hasn't given you a personal word, the word of God is there. It's God inspired. Mm. He has said, he said before he formed you, he knew you. God, that means you knew that I'll be in this situation. And that means you've already made a way out of it. Mm. So I need you to show me that way out of it. And if that's not how you want to do it, then I need you to help me learn from this situation. I need you to help me cope in this situation till you are ready to bring me out. Mm. Do you understand? Yes. Like this thing, because if you don't understand why God let a situation happen, you'll be praying about it the wrong way. Yes. And then you'll get be rebuking God and he'll just be laughing at you. <laughs> so it's you you really need to take his word back to him and say, God, you said this. God, this is what you said. This is what you've done in the past. Mm. So I need you to do it again. Singing songs, not on, not because you believe them, but until you believe them. Yes. Do you know how many times I've had to sing Jesus Loves Me, this I know? Mm. Because sometimes, you know, they click. Like, mm. you know, the, <laughs> like it's just be something that your, your spirit is already used to. But it's exactly, not resonating. Like, it comes with a new understanding and mm. a new revelation. So that's really, really important as well. Almost, there's so many different ways. And another thing is just admitting that you're down. Yeah. Because I feel like as Christians, we like to do... Hard guy. <laughs> hey, God. Because, but the Holy Spirit, I don't know. I, we need to understand that God gave us emotions for, for a reason. reason. Right? Mm-hmm. He gave us those emotions. They mirror his own emotions. If you read through scripture, you see God happy. You see him sad. Mm. You see Jesus you see him crying you see him angry so these emotions are there because they also still reflect God in us so if you are feeling an emotion 
you should not hide it from God. And as I'm saying this, I'm also speaking to myself. Mm. Whether it is shame, whether it is joy, whether it is sadness, whether well, even when you can't place how you feel, God, I don't really understand how I feel right now. Please make it make sense. Mm. Prayers must not always be in the name of the Father, so that the Holy Spirit is going to pray like that. In Jesus' name, speak in tongues, sprinkle a little bit of Sharabas, <laughs> it's great, no problem. But at the same time, you're having a conversation with your father. So, God, I'm really angry. Oh, my gosh. In my relationship, God, I'm really angry at Coco. Mm. I'm so angry. I'm so angry. Please, just just help me not be angry again. And the anger goes in me. God, I know know what I did was wrong. And I don't feel like apologizing. Please, take away this pride and help me apologize. (laughs) And I will just see myself texting him and saying, babe, I'm sorry. Mm. Like, it just happens. Do you understand? Mm. So any emotion that you're feeling, God, I'm scared. If you see my journal, <laughs> as in, I'll be writing, I feel like you've deserted me. I'm angry. I'm upset. I feel abandoned. I feel alone. And I'm, I'm not saying it just because I feel like writing, oh, I'm depressed. Uh, no, I'm talking to my God. Mm. God, this is how I feel. In this very moment, I cannot feel your presence. In this very situation, I don't see how this is working out for mm. my good. In this very situation, I have seen you come through for others, and I'm seeing that you are not coming through for me in that same way. And it is making me upset. Mm. I'm angry at you right now. I don't want to pray right now. Mm. I don't even have the words to say to you because I'm so angry. Like, this is this is what I write. This is actually what I write. Mm. I hate getting my hopes up because I feel like I'm always let down. Mm. And God is not afraid of these emotions. He's mm. not like, hey, I've never heard this one before. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, look at, look at the book of Psalms. Like, that's literally all that book is. It's just mm, David yes. pouring out his heart. As oh. in, there were sometimes he was so dramatic. Please, God, just kill me now. <laughs> and it's like, that's how he felt. And he wrote it. Mm. And we sing those psalms, but we don't understand that it was a person that was talking. Mm, God, why have you forsaken me? My enemies have overtaken me. me. Do you understand? Yes. Like, I'm, I'm, he, he, he was going through a lot. And he was writing from that place of pain. And, and, and for every psalm, of dejection and sorrow, you will see, I will lift up my head to the hills mm, from whence does my help come. For every, um, my heart is, you know, he used to write a lot of things about his heart that feeling dejected. You will see him write, you know, give glory to God. Mm. You will see him write about God being, mag- um, being majestic Six and years. having splendor. Because as you are pouring out, God is filling you up. Mm. As you are pouring out, the Holy Spirit is like, I understand what you're going through. Because the Bible says that we do not have a father or a savior who cannot sympathize with us. Because mm. he has been through everything you're going through. Jesus cried when Lazarus died, not because he did not know he wake up like he knew you he was there to bring him back to life but he still acknowledged the emotions that he was feeling so i don't know why we as christians feel like we don't need to acknowledge these emotions like they are there for a reason and if we don't acknowledge them and use them correctly the devil will capitalize on that that's when you start to listen to music that will make you want to end your life that will make you want to not even do you understand i'm not even trying to make a joke about suicide because it's very serious 
But really, that is how the devil, once you give him an inch, he will take a whole yard, he will take a whole foot, and he will just come in with his guys and start using you to catch crews. Do you understand? So the minute I start to feel a type of way, I'm like, ah, 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 God, I don't know what's going on. I don't like it. Please just help me. Sometimes I feel jealous about things that I feel like I should have Mm. or I should have achieved. Mm. And I'm like, God, I don't like that I'm jealous about this thing because this person deserves it. So please help me be happy for this person. Get rid of this please help me not to be envious of this mm. person because I don't know what they're going through. It's like someone sitting now with my phone and laptop and being like, ah, this one is just here enjoying mm. this one. <laughs> and they don't know anything. They don't know what it took to get them. That's what someone was saying to me today that it's like the God you serve and the God I serve, they are they different because the he used to answer mm. you. And I'm see. like... I've paid him. the price, so I've paid the price in the secret place, but you will not know. Mm. Just like you Instagram. understand, you will not know. You just see me posting picture, you'll be seeing <laughs> smiley face. But you will not understand. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So telling God how you feel is also a way of dealing with keeping keeping your that your faith. Because so, if you don't, if you can never talk to him about how you feel, then you don't even what is the faith? What what, what are what you believing? Mm. Do you understand? Like you're 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 running on nothing. It is in the times when I have told God that God, I'm really I'm really I'm really angry right now. I'm really upset. I'm really this and that. That that was those were the times rather that he spoke to me that he when I say fully wrote me out letters of I love you very much, I'm working things out for you. I am here for you. Mm. I see your tears. Like he will talk to you in those times. Do you understand? Mm. So it's not all about praying in tongues, casting down every imagination. Like, yes, those things are great. Those things are good. But at the same time, talk to God about Mm. your own heart. Because before you know it, resentment Mm. towards God. Starts to build up. up exactly. Hey, you start hitting him and singing your heart towards him. Exactly, and the Holy Spirit is so gentle and so sweet, and He will see that hurt and He will still stay with you. Hmm. It's so sad because He has said, "I will never leave you." Oh, and His oh, word, oh. He honors His word above His name, so hmm. He has said it, so He will be there. But he's there knowing that you are not really happy to have him here. Mm. But he's still there because if you call on him, he'll still yeah, save you. So it's just like, you don't really want to treat the Holy Spirit like that. So as things are happening, Holy Spirit, please just help me. Mm. Holy Spirit, just help me. Holy Spirit, just help me. That's just it though. In everything I've said, that's just the constant. Whether it is in praying, whether it is in your friends, whether it is in reading the Bible, whether it is in journaling or dancing, all mm. of it has to be the oh, Holy Spirit so helping you. Because you cannot have faith without the Holy Spirit Never. helping you have that faith. You can't do it on your own. That is why it's so that's just it. Exactly. Like, you just need the Holy Spirit. That's, I can't even overemphasize that. Mm. It's just Holy Spirit, please just help me. Holy Spirit. And some, some, some situations of adversity may not always be lack, financial mm. lack. Sometimes yes. they're ailments. Mm. Sometimes it's not even physical. Sometimes mm. it is 
losing a loved one. Sometimes it is your academics. Yes. And for all those situations, it is only the Holy Spirit that knows how to deal with them because he he will deal with you according to how he knows best. Mm. There's only so much this podcast now can, can do, do for someone else. Yes. Or we cannot we cannot take your heart and mend it. We, can't force you we to cannot exactly we cannot do that because we're not God. Mm. So that is where that is where God is above or different. Do you understand? Yes. Because he's the one who can fix you. So even in the adversities, there was a night I was just crying. Like I called the MC and I was crying. And she was like, I just need you to say, God, please fix me. Mm. Like that was all. Like she was singing over me. Again, the friends that you have, Omo. Very, very important. Omo. She was just singing. Like I can't remember what song she was singing now. But she was singing a song and I just kept saying, God, please fix me. God, mm. please fix me. God, I'm so broken. Please just fix me. Please just fix me. And that was all. And that's a whole prayer. Like, so it's not every time you'll be together, you have eloquent words, you mm. have your all figured out. Just come as you are. That's yes. just what Exactly. And he will give you rest. He will he will take care of everything. Mm. That's just it. Oh, I feel like I just poured out my whole heart. Mm-hmm. But it's so important, honestly. Because mm-hmm. there's many so people going around with burdens and they just don't know no, what to do, what to do yes. or who, who to, to talk to. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, so it's very important to just be like, Holy Spirit, they said that you know how to do everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know you as that yet. So maybe reveal yourself to me in that light. Do you understand? Because mm. <laughs> you can only believe as much as you've experienced. Oh God. To be honest. So if 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 I've experienced God as Rafa, but you've never been sick, you will not understand why I'm calling him healer. Mm. But if if you've experienced him as your provider, and I've I've not by some crazy circumstances, <laughs> then I won't understand why you're calling him that do you mm, understand yes. so it's like god reveal yourself to me in this way let me understand what you're saying let me understand people who call you abba people who call you father i want to see what i want to understand mean? why they are calling you that i want mm. to be able to relate you mm. know and you'll see that even in the midst of that in the midst of all the turmoil and everything he will still be there yeah. he will show up he will be holding your hand and remember that life is not a bed of roses mm. and also that like god never promised you a stress-free life mm-hmm. he himself his son suffered so everybody Fam. everybody will collect everybody must collect guys <laughs> that's just it that's just it everybody must collect the world hated Jesus, so it will hate you. Mm. Satan hated Jesus, hates Jesus. I don't know. I don't think believers understand that more than anything in this world, the devil hates Christians, hates <laughs> with a burning passion. So, like, if you see yourself suffering, you should not even be shocked. At all. Because the devil is the ruler. <laughs> this is his playground. Oh, Do you understand? 
So he likes to finesse here. But God still pass up. So mm. that should just be your confidence. Mm. And finally, also make sure you are not your own stumbling block. Mm. Because sometimes we are the adversary that's at the adversity that is worrying us. Sometimes we carry your ourselves. Honestly, God has said, "Don't do." You be like, "Yeah, um, I'm a see for myself." Is that trouble? You know, come back, my father, my father, and he will forgive you. That's the thing. But it doesn't mean that you should take it for granted. Shall we now continue to sin so that grace may abound? Never, no. So that's just it. To make sure you know your own stumbling block. Make sure. As much as you can, because we're not perfect. Only mm-hmm. Jesus was perfect. Mm-hmm. He is perfect. We will definitely fall short of His glory, knowingly and unknowingly. Mm-hmm. But let's not be like, um, yeah, I'm just gonna sin real quick, and I'll just ask God for forgiveness later. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> I feel like I've just been talking and talking for the majority of this call, but doesn't matter. This is all oh. God wants from us, to be very honest. Yes, yes, it is. Honestly, when I mentioned September to remember this holiday, human beings, we sabi, <laughs> we sabi plan, we sabi plan, plan. Oh, yeah. You say everything, it will be smooth. I was like, ah, this holiday, I don't know how God wants to do it. Oh. I will come back, make my hair, do my nails. I'll go out, I'll go and eat on all these new, new restaurants I'll be seeing. There's this, this digital museum. I'll go there. Can you come, can you come? I went out the first weekend, though. I went out. And I said, God, next Saturday, provide again. Let me ball out. Money did not come. I sat at home. I said, wow. Okay, now, let me start selling my things back. I post, I post, 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 tire. Money no come. I said in the soap. Like everything, <laughs> my suppliers were frustrating me. Different things were just hitting me left, right, and center. And me, now, at a certain age, you know, we are so. Uh, once we enter our 20s, to ask our parents for certain things becomes a bit difficult. Yes, very difficult. Yes, because when I like, especially me, I have like three other siblings of mine. One, she's yeah. in American school. Money, money is plenty. She's planning on going to study medicine abroad. Another one. She just and she just entered boarding school today, so we just dropped her off. Yeah. Then there's then there's Dio, the sports brat that has to get all the cars and toys that he wants. I know my parents can afford my lifestyle, but then still, when you're still making money, yeah. there's just this feeling that ah, just help your parents exactly. lighten the burden and all of that. So like I'm not going yeah. to ask them for money for my hair and nails or whatever. I'm going to make the money myself. Shingbino enter. So I now finally summoned the courage to go ask my dad. My dad was like, and I told him about the money. I mentioned 11k. He was like, what are you making safe? Are you this women? What is 11k in the hair? It's not like... What exactly? If it's big or anything, he wouldn't mind. But then when it comes to braids, he really doesn't understand, does not understand the, the motive <laughs> behind any of these things. So I told him, don't worry yourself. Just leave it. And he actually sent me the money and then I was not like that joking you. No, I was like, Daddy, don't worry, let me just give you back the money and on. Because I was already feeling somehow, already feeling uncomfortable and on. And I genuinely, and he said that my beneficiary it was not hard for me. I sent the money back. Before I came back, hey. he did not talk to me. <laughs> 
finally oh. around that kind of ten, like and I normally have devotions around ten. So before ten, he, my mom now called me that your father was saying to me to make your hair and you did not go and make it. What happened? I was not about to talk. Father just said, Shut up. So you are trying to insult yeah. me because you are of you are course. selling things now. You can you think you can fend for yourself? No problem. From now on, don't ask me for anything. Ah, I knew well, that it was the anger talking. It's normal. My dad and I will yeah. fight because we're like best of friends. So it's normal for us to fight and all because we practically have the same personality when it comes to majority of the things that is to happen. I just sit in my room, lock myself and stay crying. Ah, it was so embarrassing. And I was like, God, this is not what I planned. I wanted him to feel... I wanted just him to think of me like, as his big daughter that understands that the course is into construction and all. So, like, during any season, to, to get um, contracts can be a bit difficult. Oh, and yeah. Nigerians now... That's my mati- Materials yeah. are expensive. Is exactly. It's expensive. <laughs> Even if they have it, you still have to be considerate. Because, oh, my... I was just crying that, God, what did I do wrong? I just started writing. I started blasting music, music, music in my room. I was just crying, crying, crying. I was like, see, I don't want to talk to you. I don't even want to pray. Like what you said, I just, I don't feel like praying. I don't feel like reading my Bible. I mean, I was just angry. And me, oh, nobody will know anything is happening except my Jacob. That's my boyfriend. That's the only time. That's the only person that really knows what happens because I don't I don't like sharing my troubles and then like you said we like proving acting like we are strong and all of that that is me for you I'll just be posting TikToks or some memes on on my WhatsApp and everybody think everything is alright I'll be putting laughing emoji I'll be laughing he 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 hoo hoo but inside I'm dying I'm dying ah the next day you now texted us uh department people that your results will be coming out later on today. My hands were shaking. I, I don't feel I'm a very good student. I'm not on first class, but like I'm only two one and I'm managing it and I'm trying to increase my CGP and all of that. So I was already hoping I was like only three point eight. I was hoping that I can enter like a four point with my new result and all of that. So Wait, what points are, what point system do you guys use? Five? Yes. Yes, we use a five. Oh. I wanted to say, ah, 3.8, that one is A, as in... No. We no. use 4, that's why I was okay, confused. Okay, no, I use 5. So I was not like, ah, this semester, I, I read, oh, ah, I jack, eh? Hmm. And I prayed on top. But then my, my fellowship with him was, with God, was just down the drain and all of that. So I was not, I was not shaking. Every two, two hours, I was I'll check. Then I finally sent us a message that your results are out, though. Go and check. Hey, yeah. see me shaking. I checked though. I had like five A's out of ten, and like two or three B's, and then two C's and a D. And that D was in French, because I'm studying history uh-huh. and international studies, so we have to do a foreign language. And you know, Nigerians and teaching foreign language is mostly just about how you can write and not how you can speak and understand. And the fact that I'm doing yeah. other major courses, I really didn't focus on that French and all of that. But there was one particular course I got a scene and I did not like it. I didn't like it at all. And then I was and then and I heard about my baby's results. That nigga that nigga had eight A's and out of ten and, and we read together all the time. What I didn't understand, <laughs> he will explain what he didn't understand, I will explain why why each other's reading partner and all teach other people too in class. 
And I was just like, after, and this was like a day after my dad yelled at me and all of that. And I'm just like, but what's happening now? And I just broke down. I was just crying. But thank God my room, I'm alone, so nobody could really hear me. I was not banging, I was not like a child doing stone state stinking tantrum. I was sitting in my bed. <laughs> I literally enjoyed myself because I forgot I, I left my charger on my bed and I hit my hand on my charger and all of that. Finally, in the evening, I was just like, Do you know you're a sports brat and you are ungrateful? All my friends were asking about oh my result. I was just like, It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. I was just like, You're a sports brat. I was just telling myself, because you could not make your hair, because you could not do your news, and because you did not get the same results or what you are expecting, you are now angry. And because you don't have money, you are now angry. Hey, I was like, you know you are using your own mouth to cause your own problems. Because instead of you to open your mouth and fight back and take your joy back from the devil, you are allowing yourself to enter into a state of depression. Because I've been like this for the past two weeks, just crying almost every blessed day. And I was just, that result just caused a real awakening in me. Like, I was comparing my own self with other people. I was aligning my own joy. Ever. Yes, I was aligning my own joy. God, because, like, and God was just looking at me. That's what I just felt like. He was just looking at me and was just like, come, come. Let me hold you. I swear that's how it felt like. And I just cried, cried. And I was just like, God, I'm sorry for being ungrateful. I'm very sorry. And I realized the reason why all of this was happening to me. I haven't been staying with him. I was just reading my Bible for like maybe 10 minutes, worship for another 10 minutes, acting like as if I'm a baby Christian. And I'm not growing. I'm just the same. And he's like, I want more. I want more. I'm calling you. You are too busy for me. You are too busy, you are too busy. In the morning you wake up, you go and attend to your family members. In the night, attend to me, you are attending to business. Or, or you are on Netflix, or you are, using, you, are, or you are watching TikTok. What's that? Pay attention to me. You are not... Like, he has literally told me about this podcast so many times. So many times. I'm, I'm supposed to have done YouTube, but I can't because of certain reasons. And then he's like, okay, you can't do YouTube. Do this podcast because I know that there are so many times I don't really post my podcast on my Instagram. I normally share links within my WhatsApp people, and then there are like three or four or five people that will come up to me and tell me that this podcast has really encouraged them. Sometimes they'll meet me in school and tell me that make sure that your podcast to make sure when you go home you continue it. And these are obviously little little signs that God is telling me that you don't feel worthy, but I'm telling you, I want to use you. You cannot tell me not to use you. Obey me. Does the clay tell the exactly. Obey me. You're just a vessel. Shut up and do it. Like, <laughs> and then I'll be telling him, see, I'm not a saint. That's what I'll be telling God. I'm not perfect. I don't spend time with you that often. And he was just like, don't worry. She I'll be talking about collab, collab since. And you're shy. You don't want to invite anybody to your house and all of that. Don't worry. Message Hosanna. And then there's one of my, my other friends, Shekina Nuhu. She's going to be on the second episode of this oh, particular topic. Yes. So, and then he just, I was just like, wait, before I message them, what am I supposed to tell them? Which topic am I going to give? Or whatever, whatever. And at that moment, I started reading, after our devotion, I started reading the book of Job and how he went through a lot. And not once did he cause God. All he did was, although he cost his life when he was born and all of that, no one's did cause God. And then I remember when 
the wife told him to curse God and die. And then he told her, oh, and he told her, so we should really accept good from God and not accept adversaries. And I was just like, Michelle, see, this is what you have been doing. You have been acting like Joe's wife. Because of small discomfort, yes, because of little discomfort, you are now disturbing and crying like the devil win. What will now happen if I remove you from your house and I take you to one village, or when you finally convocate and you are no longer under your father's protection and you are out in the world alone? What will now happen? I just say apologizing and I say worshiping. And I spent like, I usually use midnight because that's when I'm practically alone, alone. Nobody will disturb me. I'll lock myself up and I'll just pray and read. And I read like four chapters of Job. Normally, to read a chapter since I came back home, was that I'm telling you that my eyes start tearing up. Like I should sleep because I'll spend my whole day playing and watching TV. And you know when you put your eyes on the screen for too long, your eyes get tired. Yeah. So I, I cut my screen time and I was able to spend time with him and relieve. My prayers are not answered yet and I don't really care. But there's this thing about having this fellowship with God and staying in God that just amazing. You just forget about every other thing that's mm-hmm. happening outside. You know this juicing your econ song and um, every other thing is just noise. Just pure yeah. noise. That's how I felt at that moment. Every other thing oh, just yeah. became quiet and just like everything just shut up. And I asked God, see him. Anything that is distracting you, me, from spending no. time is to remove it. And I said this prayer like not, not, not recently, a while ago. Do you know, funny enough, I had I said another business, my my product business, a service service based business where I manage um, people's social media and all of that. I've not really started it, but I was just creating content, and the thing was really shocking me. I'll be creating these thing reels for like I'll create ten reels. Oh my gosh, yes, one day I saw um, you on my explore page. So I was really doing that thing, you know, doing that thing. God just say, Hey, Shebi, I found a shining thing. I'll remove it. They disabled my account. <laughs> it's no pay me. That one no pay me. Oh. And I said, mm, maybe God is showing me that uh, it does not matter what I'll start another thing. Because I'd not pray, I don't even ask him or anything. I just opened another one with a different name. I was about to reply someone's DM. Instagram now told me that I've disobeyed one of their guidelines, so they are disabling my account again. I was just like, from where to where? Because on this account, I just opened it in like five days, like within a space of five days, and my account was disabled. So the two of them, nowhere. And, God. and I was just like, and then you know Facebook now, they do this thing where you want to get your account back. You they'll send you an email, they'll not tell you to write a number on plain sheets, and then your name and your Instagram username, and then you snap so they can see your face. I did it though, I've done it like three, four times now. And God was like, see, rest, stop selling anything, don't sell anything, don't do anything on social media. Just rest. I'm calling you. Come to me. Let me talk to you. Yeah. And, and mm. honestly, the relief, so the relief I have felt, because obviously most of the time, most of the times I was doing this, I was trying to show up and show out that I can do so many things. I'm a powerful girl, kinikon, kinikon, that all I need to say is just a few words when I wake up and then I'll stand up and start pressing phone again. <sighs> honestly, 
sometimes the reason why God allows some things to happen to you is because He needs your attention. He needs exactly. your attention, not for any other reason. And just have faith in Him and know that everything that is happening, it is all for a reason. He doesn't just send, allow the devil to just do any harm. Are you not a child? Are you not marked? We are. But He needs us. There's, there are different realms of the spirit that we all need to attain as Christians. We can't remain on the same level as we were before. The devil will bring up new tricks. And how would you be able to overcome them if you do not grow in Christ Jesus? So that's basically what he was just showing me throughout this period. And he was just like, you have to obey your calling also. You might not be perfect, but then you start from where you are and he will build you up from there. Obey me first and let every other let me handle every other thing. You are not the one that was called to be perfect. I am the one that has been called to be perfect. I am the one that makes all things perfect. Answer me now. And that's what I did do. That's how I messaged you guys. Honestly, as I was texting you people, my hands to shake, 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 shake. Because there are certain things that I, mean, I don't like I don't like texting people for and all of that. Because I like doing my things alone. But it was, like, it was just like, I need to use these other people's stories, not only yours, to change lives. And that is why what you were talking about, you were talking for so long. And I was just like, see, it does not matter. Talk for an hour or two. Whoever wants to listen, will listen. And all of that. Whoever wants to listen, will listen. And whoever needs to be blessed, will be blessed. We don't need so many listens on this episode. As long as God's mission is fulfilled, that is all that really matters. That's basically it, honestly. So, do you know what you were talking? Mm. <sighs> so much of what you said resonates with me. Mm. Uh, this thing of God telling you to rest. Mm. Mm. Last year, summer, God told, asked me a question. What if I asked you to give up on Zaya Organics? What mm. would you do? I say, Lala, it can't be you now. Where are the one who gave me the name, gave me the logo, everything. gave me the everything? How can you now come and ask me to stop it? Hmm. I didn't understand what he meant by that because when I gave up my phone, I didn't have access to my Instagram, hmm. which is where all my clients were. Hmm. And... At first, it was it was it was it was okay because I mean, I I didn't really. I was just like, mm, I'll find a way. I'll get a phone soon enough. I didn't think I was going to be phoneless for so long, for that long. You know what I mean? And so I was just like, yeah, no, God is definitely going to make a way. Ah, December passed, January passed, February passed. Mm. March, April, and I started to realize that okay, okay, I'm actually not, I'm not, I'm not gonna get a phone anytime soon, and and that business, as you said, was my means of income, mm. and since I was thirteen, I've had businesses, mm. so I've not had to ask my parents for money mm-hmm. except when they give me, mm. but I just never needed to because. I always had something doing with my hands to mm. the glory of God. But this time around, eh, God just inadvertently stopped my business mm. in its peak, if I may say so yes. myself. Yes, because people were asking your QAs when you're coming back. I remember. Exactly. So I remember just being like, God, I, 
at that point, eh, I felt like, you know how you a person goes skydiving, but they have their parachutes. Mm. I felt like I'd gone skydiving, but there was a giant hole in my parachute. Mm. And I had no back. Like, I was just free falling. Like, I was just like, God, so how am I meant to be eating now? Mm. <laughs> like, how do you want me to survive? Because during lockdown, this business was what helped me. Me too. And dare I say even my family, because... Mind you, during the lockdown, we still didn't have a house. Oh, yes. And we were still, like, living with someone. So we couldn't have just been living with them and not bringing anything. Mm. And my mom's job... Okay, they were still paying my mom her salary. But, like, I, I, I also wanted to contribute to, to everything, everything that was going on in the house. So, like, I was able to do that with, um, you know, the business. So... At that point, when I had to stop, I was just like, God, you are literally my all in all now. Like, if you don't feed me, I will starve. Kind of all in all. Like, as I was just like, God, it's only you now. Mm -hmm. I'm looking to you because I don't have anything. And when I say that, I cannot explain to you how I've survived from January till now. As in, I cannot explain this. Because God has just always brought people my way. Mm. He has just always brought... (laughs) I don't even know how to explain it because there have been times when I would be so broke in school. Like this guy. And then nobody seemed to believe me when Mm. I say, oh, I don't have money. People seem to be asking me to help Mm -hmm. them. I'm like, I don't really know how he wants to help you from a place of lack, mm. but I don't really know what he wants from me. And like, God always brought what I needed just when I needed it. Because for my projects, there are so many things I needed to buy, and he just kept providing and kept providing and kept providing. Mm. It's just like, I don't even know how to say it, but this thing of him telling you to stop what you're doing is a thing that he does, as you said, when he needs your attention. And when the the thing, the good thing that he has given you is becoming an idol, he will remove it from your head. He will remove it, whether it's a person, your husband, your fiancé, your boyfriend, your friends, he will remove it from your life because... He's a jealous God, mm. and nothing can take his place. Mm. And another thing you said that resonates so deeply within me is the fact that none of us is perfect. Mm. When I was praying to God for this phone, I was like, God, once you give me this phone like this, quack, 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 the YouTube channel I've been saying, I'll start since how? I'll start I'll since. Start. <laughs> the the um, podcast, Cooker Mama and I, a nice podcast, you know, we're going to do it. Mm, everything, the ginger. Like, yeah, the ginger was there. And another thing is during the time when I didn't have pay phone is when he was developing ideas is when he was teaching me Mm. how he wants me to talk to his children, how he wants me to relay certain experiences, you know, and all of that stuff. So I was like, yeah, no problem. God, I got you. Say no more. The day that I got this phone, Holy Spirit was like, now you have no excuse. Mm. 
you Start have it. no excuse. Because I was talking to Uzoma, she was asking about um, with love from us. Um, and I was like, she was asking Kuku and I why we hadn't started. And I was like, yeah, I don't have a mic. I don't have this. She was like, Hosanna, if you wait till you have everything, hmm. you waited. Hmm. And that thing hits me, like it slapped me. I was just like, oh, Hosanna, no, no, no. You can't have everything before you start. Hmm. You can't wait till you have everything till you're perfect because we can never even be perfect. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. when I'm talking on Instagram about stuff, the devil is just there reminding me of my past. Mm. Oh, my past is very, very colorful. Mm. <laughs> my past is very, very interesting. Mm. And he would just be there reminding me of it and saying, do you really think anybody's going to listen to what exactly. You that did this, you that did that. And... Jesus has said, I don't care about her past again because I have taken care of it. I have redeemed her. Mm. So who is this mountain before Zerubbabel that mm. wants to now come and make me feel like not I'm not a right standing God? You have to become a clean now. Mm. You just have to. Because you have to, like, if I, if, imagine if, imagine if because of the, like, the devil accusing us, we don't ever speak. Hmm. Like, imagine if we were not doing this episode right now. Imagine if you didn't put out any of the content or I didn't post anything on my Instagram hmm. simply because the devil says, I, 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 there are people who need these things. Hmm. There are people who need the healing, the deliverance, the insights from the words that we're speaking. And the only language the devil can speak is lies. So everything he says is a lie. Mm. So if he's saying, this one, you're a sinner. Because, as if it was was any other person saying it, maybe it can have the potential to be true. Mm. But just because he's and all he knows how to do is lie and accuse, then you know that is a lie. Mm. So you don't even need to pay it any mind. Mm-hmm. And that's something Mr. Jose was saying. He was like that when you try and have quiet time, that's when thoughts will cool. fill your head. And, and and he was like, and you just push regardless. Mm-hmm. You, you keep, you stay regardless. Mm. That's it. That's what you are meant to do. So as much as I'm posting and talking about God and calling out things that are wrong, the enemy will still be there telling me, yeah, but you used to do X, Y, Z once upon a time. You used to do blah, 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 blah. And I'll say, yes, I used to do these things, which is why I have the authority to speak speak on them. So I'm not even speaking from a place of someone who know. I know. I've been there. I've done that. And I'm telling you that this is not right. I'm telling you that this is not what God wants. I'm telling you that this will end in premium tears. So if anything, our past, however spotted it may be, is what even gives us ground to mm. talk to people because we can relate. We know we, we know testimony. If, if if you're talking to someone now who has difficulty praying or who has difficulty being consistent with their work with God, you know what to say because mm. you've been you have been in their shoes before. Do you understand? Yes. You know what to say. If I'm talking to someone who is trusting God for something that seems impossible, I know what I'll tell them. Mm. Because I've been there. 
do you get? Yes, so yeah. the devil is really just fighting a lost cause. He's fighting he a lost battle. Lost so whenever, whenever he's doing all his nonsense, and it's always in times when that thing is about to bring serious breakthrough. That yes. he starts. Ah, that's it. <laughs> when God is about so, to unleash so many things upon you, that is when he's there in the corner trying to destroy everything. So that's just that's whenever I'm about to post something and I start feeling like, oh Hosanna, this is a little bit so that's when I know I need to put it out. Mm-hmm. That's when I know <laughs> because uh, the devil doesn't fight where there is no potential, where mm-hmm. there is nothing. Is even when he's not disturbing you, you should be afraid. Like when they say, and eh, when you don't have haters, that means you're not, there's nothing good about your life. The devil is a big hater, <laughs> he's a major hater. Exactly. And, honestly, that's really just it. Because if if he doesn't, if you notice, people people in the world they don't have they have troubles, mm. but it's not the same, it's, it's not, not the, the same. way our own is. Yeah. And that's because um, a kingdom, as the Bible says, that is divided against itself cannot stand. Mm. So the devil is not going to be fighting them because he, they are his kingdom. kingdom. But it's you. It's you that is no part that is his target. So that's just it. That's really it. This conversation is so wholesome. And I actually really needed this conversation today. I didn't even know. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy. That is one Just of the major reasons. Yes, this is this is one actually one of the major reasons why I actually started this podcast. It was just majorly. I said it just as since I can't pray, why not talk and all of that. And there are some times that when we are giving advice to other people, we're actually dishing it out to ourselves too, because there are ourselves. certain things that exactly. our spirit hungers for. We might not know, but the Holy Spirit will just come and just start pouring it in, pouring it in. And as we are giving other people, dishing it out, it's also coming back to us. Honestly. Yeah. I'm so grateful to God that he actually allowed this thing to work. People will not even imagine the stress um, that we are going through before this episode because we record it. The devil really tried it. The, the app that I normally use to record refused to allow me to host live broadcast. We now tried another one. And you just kept saying rubbish. But anyway, should be like what I've said before, when there's when the devil knows we're doing something for the kingdom of God, we will definitely fight back. And we thank God that obviously, thank God Jesus Christ died on the cross of Calvary for us and he won the victory. And we're able to record this podcast because I was about to start vexing. I was just like, God, should be now you take talk, see me can I do this thing. Why? Of course. I was like, hey, God, just give me peace. Give Why? Me peace. Give me patience. Let me be patient. Because that was one food that I really lack sometimes. That patience was the thing. Mm. Ah. Patience. Ah. My father handed it down to me. We lack that thing. <laughs> eh? Me, my brother, and my dad. But I've been learning and all of that because it's not everything that I should pick. I'm supposed to pick for my father. Let me pick good things exactly. and leave the bad things. Thank you so much, Rosanna, for answering honestly. May God bless you. You're welcome. Guys, Amen. God bless you too, girl. I hope this episode has blessed anyone that has decided to stay this far. Because my episodes are never this long. But this is, I guess this is what happens when a collab happens. So you should be expecting yeah. more of this, <laughs> to be quite honest. I'm so glad I summoned the courage to finally do this. And I hope this episode was able to bless any of you that is listening. 
and whatever it is that you might be going through, whether it is whether you are finding it difficult to trust and believe in God, I pray the Holy Spirit comforts you and calms you down. And may God speak to you whichever way He can to you, and may He deal with whatever it is that the problem is in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you guys so much for listening. Next episode will be with another special guest of mine that has been through a lot. <sighs> we are grateful to God for all these experiences because there's no other way we can teach without using life experiences to bring people yeah. into the kingdom of God. Exactly. Jesus Christ used parables. Our lives are literal living parables. That is the only way. New Testament living, you know. Thank you so much. So you are done, guys. Till another episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much.